Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. Today, I want to talk about passing on your faith to your children and why it is so important in a world that is very uncertain and has a lot of fear and is encouraging people to be afraid as well as encouraging them to look for security everywhere but God. So if you're if you're in your 50s or older, you were probably raised by parents who automatically passed their faith beliefs on to you. Whether those were Christian beliefs um, or some other religion, or they were um, basically atheist belief in humanity and its ability to solve problems basically as a collective, you know, a collective mind. You know, if we all just work together and stay positive, we're going to save the world. So that's a type of faith in and of itself. But today's kids really are not being taught the concept of faith at all. Um, and if, and actually I would say that probably the non-Christian parents are actually a little bit better at passing on their humanistic, quote, faith than Christian parents these days. And that's because Christian parents have been told that they shouldn't pass on their faith, and they are actively um, being uh, thwarted. They're thwarted by culture when they try to pass on biblical concepts and such things as, you know, the Bible says this is the right thing and this is the wrong thing. Well, that is going against the tide for the culture, right? The culture is relativistic, it's anti-truth, it's uh, collectivist, it is, it is, if it's not anti-God, it's anti-supernatural, it's very much opposed to the type of faith that Christians have, because our faith is based on a God that we only know from the written word of the Bible and through his creation and through our own experience, which is very, it seems subjective. So whenever you try to share that, other people have been told that it's not valid or that, oh, well, that's your experience, but we can't just apply that to everyone because not everyone has that same experience when they, when they put their faith in God, you know. So they start to claim that God is, God might be real to you, but he's not real to everyone. So that's just one of the ways that, you know, it can be, um, it's, it's one of the barriers there are to, to sharing your faith with your kids. Which is why I think it is so important to raise your kids in a church. 
because you need that group support. You need your kids to see that there are other people who believe the same things you do because this type of group mentality is very powerful. And when, when your kids are younger, it's not as hard to get them to believe that you know everything. <laughs> and when you tell them something, they just believe it. Now, there's a few kids who, who are born into the world contrary, and they just, you know, immediately oppose whatever their parents say is true. You say the sky's blue, they say, well, actually, it's more of a gray. <laughs> but in general, the majority of kids um, do believe and trust their parents up to a certain point. So you want to take advantage of that window of time. And this is another reason why homeschooling your kids at a young age is also very important because public schools are actively working against Christians. Now, if you live in a small conservative town, you may not see that as much, but the curriculum, you, you need to really pay attention to the curriculum because it's probably a lot more humanistic than you think it is. So either way, if you put your kids in public school, just make sure that you are talking to them and, and, and monitoring what they're learning and asking them questions so that you can correct anything that the, the school might be teaching them that is that goes against your beliefs. So there's a there's a whole movement of people out there that try to say that teaching your children your faith is basically child abuse. So I'm not even going to give those people the the um, time of day. I'm just going to acknowledge that they're out there. So. Back to what we as Christian parents need to do. For one, we need to teach the Bible in such a way that our kids know that this is not just stories. This is history. This is the supernatural story from God. This is not like a storybook, like a fairy tale or a myth or you know, Bob the Builder or, you know, Sesame Street, they need to know this is real. So when you tell Bible stories to children, make sure that you emphasize that this really happened. These are real people. And so when you tell a story, portray them in such a way that you, you bring them to life. And tell the story, like give the setting of what was happening in the world at that time. For example, when you're telling your kids about Noah, don't make it into a fun story because the Noah's flood was a great judgment on the world. It was not a fun time. Where, where animals were happy and singing their way onto a boat. Instead, <laughs> the world had rebelled against God. People, were, people had gone their own way. They had rejected the God that made them. And the world was so evil that God was going to destroy it and start over. So be careful 
that you don't um, make the stories too like cartoon-like. Uh, and let's see, what would be another one? How about Jonah and the whale? That is a really deep and symbolic story about Jesus and the resurrection. So when you tell your kids that story, don't turn it into too much of a fun tale. Actually, I think, I think Bible stories and children's Bibles are probably not really the best way to teach children about God because it's just too, um, it's just too, it's not, it doesn't seem real. When the, when the pictures are all colorful and, and the animals are wearing clothes and it just seems a little too fantastical. You want your children to know that these are real events. And the more we get into um, the culture that we're in now, they want everyone to think that everything is virtual. Virtual reality, nothing is real. In a literal sense, some people literally believe we're living in some kind of computer simulation. Me talking to you, I don't actually exist. This is just, you know, binary digits in a machine, which obviously I don't believe that. But there are people out there that do. And as the world loses touch with reality more and more, it's important that those of us who still know what's real we pass that on to our children. So what about when they get older? Um, when they hit around a, you know, puberty really, they start to question everything. And it's a tough time as a parent. So this is a time that I really suggest that you get some, some parenting, some Christian parenting books and you, and some psychology books or communication books and you learn how to talk to your kids in a way that does not come off as, you know, a too authoritarian. Because many kids are going to reject that. So what you want to do is to, to sort, sort of stop treating them like little children and start to give them a little bit more responsibility for their own beliefs. So you're going to have to start like talking to them in ways that make them think. So, you know, acknowledge, acknowledge the, the way the culture does not believe in God and tell them why you still believe in God. Even though you know that many people don't, you're going to have to start sharing your personal testimony how has God worked in your life? And hopefully you'll, they're actually witnessing some of this. You know, they're seeing you serve. They're seeing you deal with difficult people. They're seeing you love people who have hurt you. They're seeing you pray for people who have hurt you or, or people that don't believe in Jesus. So your, your testimony is, is not just what you say, but it is also your the way you live. And in fact, that is the most important thing. However, just because you live in a very Christian way doesn't mean you shouldn't actively evangelize. You need to, you need to tell your kids why you're doing those things. 
especially since they're so counter-cultural. So as your kids start to get a little older, change your tactics. And then when they get, you know, in high school age, then you're going to have to give them a little space to possibly, you know, question things to a point that might make you feel uncomfortable. So this is not the time to clamp down and try to force them to believe what you believe. This is the time for you as a parent to trust that God has them in his hands. God loves them even more than you can because you're a fallen human. So this is the time for a lot of prayer and a lot of um, patience and a lot of modeling and keeping your mouth shut. So you have to be careful not to lecture, but also really watch what you do and say, because this is a time when kids are extremely critical and they're gonna notice if you act in hypocritical ways, if you gossip, if you cheat in your business and anything like that, they're gonna say, oh, well look, you said that you believe this, you, that you believe, you know, God's going to take care of us, and yet you're doing these things. So, no one said that parenting was going to be easy, right? Well, it's really hard when you are trying to honor God by sharing your faith with your children if your own faith is not exactly on track. So, This is another time when it's really important that you're in a church that can help you stay accountable and help disciple you so that you can become a more faithful, trusting trusting, uh, Christian yourself and, and your kids can grow up along with you. And I know this sounds like a tall order and, you know, I'm not trying to scare you because if you're... If you're sincerely wanting to raise your kids to be Christians, not because you want to make, make them to make you look good or you want to feel good about yourself or whatever, but you want to honor God. You want to glorify God as a parent and you want to glorify, you, you want to raise them to glorify God. So your motives matter a lot. And... If you have the right motives and you are submitting your will to God daily, God is going to help you day by day. And that's when your faith is going to grow. And and as your faith grows, it will be an even better testimony to your children. So, you know, we don't, We don't live our whole lives at one time. We live them day by day, and we have to trust God day by day. And so as you're raising your kids, talk about the ways that God is helping you. Oh, well, today I was praying, and I was reading my Bible, and God showed me this verse. And it it helped me understand, you know, why this thing happened or whatever. So share your personal faith experiences with your children so that it becomes real to them. 
you don't want it to just be stories in a book. You want it to be about real life. So I hope this has been helpful. I'm sorry I haven't made a lot of podcasts lately. I've just been on a another track right now. I've been really studying a lot about cult, uh, culture and current events, ma- mainly AI and technology. And I find that really interesting, but I realize that my podcast listeners may not find it as interesting as I do. So I'm going to try to get back onto my encouraging and hopeful uh, episodes. So I hope this one has been encouraging to you. And no, no matter how much resistance you get from your kids, just remember that they are watching you. And they even, no matter what they say, they're paying attention. So just keep, just stay faithful, stick to the truth, but don't become, um, don't ever use anger when you're trying to tell your kids about God. Because you, and, and don't use God as an excuse to abuse your children. <laughs> I mean, sadly, that is way too common and you know if you do like become a homeschool mom or something like that sorry about the rooster um just be careful that homeschooling doesn't become an idol and church doesn't become an idol and um putting on public appearances doesn't um take over your actual faith So, you know, there are so many pitfalls to Christian parenting, but it's starting to rain, so I'm going to wrap this up now. So God bless you as you raise your children to glorify God. Bye-bye.